Welcome back to another episode of Husky Talk. This week we are talking with a faithful guest of Husky Talk. Check out his other episodes. He has been on each season. He was born and raised in Ohio and moved to Alaska in 2008 to train dogs. Please welcome to the show, Matthew Failer. Hello, Matthew, and welcome back to Husky Talk. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're good. Can you start off by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Alaska? Tell, tell listeners about myself and what about Alaska. And what brought you to Alaska? Sure, yeah. So, uh, I would describe myself as a, a full-time dog musher. My wife Liz and I, we have uh, a kennel of uh, 50 dogs, and we live in Willow. And dog mushing actually brought me to Willow, Alaska. Um, so when I was a college student, I tried to find work, and that work brought me up to Alaska in the tourism industry, and then I adopted a sled dog, and lo and behold, kind of just worked my way into what we would call the valley here in Willow. And this is where I live now. This this last year has really affected a lot of mushers' businesses due to COVID. Did COVID have an effect on your business? Yes, COVID, COVID does and, and still continues to to, to this day. Um, tourism has, the numbers have kind of dropped down a little bit. Um, but anybody that's willing to go through the, the extra precautions to, to travel and get tested and, um, and, and actually come all the way up to Alaska, they, these people are still wanting to go dog mushing. So we're still open for business, but we are um, affected by, uh, by the, the amount of people we've been taking out. With being days away from the start of the race, what last pre- minute preparations are you making? Oh, well, today is a big day. Um, we are headed down to Anchorage. Um, we, have, we have to go get tested to make sure that we have a negative test. Because if we do have COVID, then we, we won't be allowed to participate. Um, so that's one thing we're doing today. And then we're going to pick up our, um, our dog tags. You know how the dogs have the little tags on their collars that identify the dog? Yeah. Those are some things we have to go do. Um, all the dogs have been cleared medically, so they, they're, all their hearts are healthy and um, their blood work is, is good. Um, I have I just finished the sewing on my ruff last night, so I made sure my ruff is good to go on my parka. And the last thing I need to do is we're going to run the dogs one more time, one more practice run, and then we're going to pack our sled, and that's it. There's a lot of changes with pre-race activities this year. Normally, there is an in-person musher meeting, the musher's banquet, and the ceremonial start. This year, those events aren't happening, and instead, I did I was offering some online programs. What are your thoughts? Are you going to miss the normal activities, or do you think it will help you relax a little more? Well, I guess I'll answer yes to both of your, your suggestions. I, I am going to miss it, but I am a lot more relaxed. You know, it's nice to say hi to everybody. It's nice to, you know, give thanks to the fans for coming up. But it is a lot of, you You spend a lot of energy doing all that, you know, driving down to Anchorage. And, and there are long days where you have meetings and you're meeting hundreds, hundreds of people. Pre-COVID, there's always the chance of maybe maybe getting sick before the race where you pick up, pick up a little bug or something. So some, sometimes a lot of us want to relax 
accidentally get get a cold um, going into the race because we spend most of the year isolated, and then right before the race we meet a bunch of people. So it's it's nice to say thanks to everyone, but this is a very relaxed year because it's really quiet. It doesn't even feel like getting interrupted. Another big change is the route. What effect do you think this change is going to have on the race? Well, I think the I think the the easiest answer would be it's going to be shorter. You know, obviously the race is shorter, so you would think that the time the time it takes to complete the race will be quicker. Maybe seven days flat. Who knows? Maybe somebody maybe somebody like Richie Deal could do it in under seven days. Um, but uh, there are some new strategies that people might you know unveil because our mandatory rest can be taken at different places. And also mentioning Takata is no longer a checkpoint. That's a favorite place for people at 24. So that's no longer a checkpoint. So some mushers will have to, just by by the rules now, they'll have to take their 24 in a different spot. <clears throat> so there should be a bunch of, bunch of schedules that'll, that'll change this year. You live like right by the start and finish. How excited are you that you'll be finishing so close to home this year? Oh, we are we are pumped. Um, it actually gives us a chance to have some of our friends over and visit. So a lot of our mushrooms that we only see once a year, um, they'll actually be you know we'll be finishing in Willow, and so we might have some people over and um, have a little dinner and a, a post celebration party, you know. And whereas in Nome, I can only see some of these guys, and then we all fly home. So it it is kind of a neat. Um, a neat thing to start in finishing Willow for us because it's our hometown. What do you think it will be like when you turn around and head into other mushrooms? Oh, it should be fun. Um, <laughs> this being America, all the dog teams pass on the right-hand side of the trail. <laughs> that's just a, that's a funny joke. That. Sometimes they pass on the left, but most of the time, most of the time they pass on the right. Um, we'll give a big high five to everybody and, and go right on by. There are a couple dogs in my team that are a little shy, so they might get spooked um, seeing another dog team coming, but during that section of the trail, I'll make sure those guys are more in the back so they can they can kind of just follow the rest of the group. <clears throat> Did you train differently when you found out the route had to change? Um, you know, not really, but we do have we do have the ability to run the trail that is the start and the finish part of the trail. So I did finish. I did finish um, some of my runs at the, at the finish line where it will be. And I mean, you know, the dogs don't know that's where the race is going to finish, but they have seen the finish line. So um, Alan Moore did that when he lost to Hugh Neff by 20, 22 seconds in the quest. He, he trained and finished at the finish line in the Yukon Quest, and the next year came back and won. So, you know, you kind of use you can use that to your advantage since this is our home court. We have we have a new segment to our show called Musher Mashup. What we're going to do is give you a major event from history, a sporting event, the number one song of the year, and the Iditarod champion. They all happened in the same year. After wow. we give after we give you all the events, you're going to try to guess the year. Make sense? <laughs> So you're going to give me the event tonight, and I tell you one year that I think that's the right year, huh? Yeah. Okay, man, I'm, this is, I'm going to sound like a complete <laughs> doofus here, but let's do it. The president was Gerald Ford. 
The Golden State Warriors won the NBA championship. Wheel of Fortune premiered. The number one song was Mandy by Barry Manilow. The I Did a Red champion was Emmett Peters. Do you know the year? Dang. Let me think here. This is awesome. Uh, what a good game. Okay. <laughs> Emmett Peters. Wheel of Fortune. Gerald Ford. Um... Let's see. I'm gonna. It's gonna be in the 1900s. 1900 and 79. Oh, so close. No. So you close. were close. It's 1975. <coughs> he did it because he would have it right. 75. That's a good question. All right, next one. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. You, got, you guys should have more of those. That's one. A ask him if he wants to try Brent Sass's. Um, Do you want to try Brent Sass's? These are the ones we gave Brent Sass. You want to try his? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh uh, here. You got him. The president was Ronald Reagan. Okay. Michael Jackson was burned during the filming of Pepsi commercial. The World Series champion was the Detroit Tigers. The number one song of the year was When Doves Cry by Prince. And the Iditarod Championship champion was Dean Osmar. Do you know the year? 84. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice. Did, did, Brent, did Brent get that one right? We're calling him right after you. <laughs> Thanks for talking with us today, Matthew. Good luck next week. Yes, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for so much interest in the end of the Have a good day. Special thanks to our guest, Matthew Failer, for being on our show this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please stop by iTunes and leave us a review. It helps out with our ratings. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or people who you would like to hear on, on the show, email us at huskytalk1 at gmail.com. If we hear from you or leave you at a review, we will read it on the show. We would also like to give credit to Hobo Jim for our theme song, the I Did a Rock Trail song. And now enjoy a clip from the number one song of 1975, Mandy, by Barry Manilow.